For over 22 years, Selective Search has been the nation's leading matchmaking firm. We are seeking single, down-to-earth, Republican bachelors with Christian family values. We represent California women of substance who are looking for the one. We invite you to join our complimentary candidate program. Visit SelectiveSearch.com today. Spend your time falling in love, not searching for it, at SelectiveSearch.com. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. In a recent very important religious liberty memo, my guest this hour said Virginia is the birthplace of religious freedom and has a long history of protecting the inalienable right to live your faith. But in recent years, religious liberty has been under attack here in the Commonwealth. And he cites some illustrations and examples that maybe he'll share with us again now. But as the Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Virginia, my guest has recently written a letter joined by 19 other attorneys general to the FBI director and the U.S. Attorney General with a very serious and very legitimate complaint that we join them in supporting. So delighted to be able to talk with Attorney General Jason Mieris about it. Welcome, Jason. Thank you, my friend, for taking time to talk with us. No, delighted to be with you. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, this is frightening. It's disturbing. It's not even a one-off, as you've already said. There's a growing, seemingly animus toward religious groups, uh, I mean, from corporate America and now even among our governmental agencies. But what can you tell us more about this particular letter and this story? Well, I mean, I think, you know, our, our mindset here in the Virginia Attorney General's office is we're, we're the people's protector. Uh, and a lot of what we protect are your individual rights. And one of the most precious rights that we have is our freedom of religion, the ability in this country that you can approach God according to the dictates of your conscience, you can worship however you please. And that is a precious right, particularly in Virginia, that uh, we're kind of the birthplace of the concept of religious freedom. Uh, after all, this is where uh, the beginnings, the Thomas Jefferson Statue of Religious Freedoms, which was the underpinning uh, of our, a lot of our First Amendment rights started right here in Virginia. And so we've always recognized uh, the importance of separating the, the, the secular from the sacred, that the secular can't come in and try to essentially say that those people that perhaps worshipfully differently than we do are simply not acceptable. And, um, you know, there was a memorandum leaked by a whistleblower from a field office in Virginia, which was saying they wanted to target uh, some traditional Catholics, those that perhaps practice Latin math and others. And to me, the fact that some people choose to recite the creeds or approach um, uh, the Eucharist with, with a different tongue than perhaps our own, somehow that makes them an extremist or somehow somebody that should be then targeted of FBI surveillance. Uh, I thought it goes against the I- very idea and concept of the idea of, of of religious freedom without intimidation. Um, you know, my my family, my mother fled Cuba with nothing. She has vivid memories of, of how uh, Catholics were harassed in Cuba, how they would set up sometimes uh, loudspeakers outside of churches in Cuba uh, to shout out communist propaganda during, uh, during mass. And so I think it is such an important 
to be that kind of standard and that that brick wall against those that would like to violate uh, one's individual freedom and to worship how they please, because it goes back to you know the, the concept of of imago day, which is we're all made in the image of God, which means you all have amazing intrinsic value, which means we have to respect uh, everyone as well. And so I thought it was important. Uh, to particularly since this was a memorandum that got leaked from Virginia, that we get other state uh, attorneys general that are like-minded to also let the Department of Justice and the FBI know, listen, this is not acceptable to possibly be targeting uh, certain innocent Virginians or Americans for FBI surveillance just because of how they choose to worship God. I don't, I don't think that's appropriate at all. And so we're happy to do that and, and be a voice standing up for religious freedom. Now, is it true that this really had its roots in, at least in part, I call them the onerous Southern Poverty Law Center? Well, it seems like in the memorandum they cite the Southern Poverty Law Center, which, uh, for your listeners, used to be a uh, just a real bulwark of civil rights and civil liberty, getting back to uh, Dr. King and the, and the fight against desegregation. In the, in the most recent decade, that has become sadly, a, a shadow of what it once was. It has become a very far-left organization that regularly attacks essentially anybody that is uh, center-right uh, from them. And, and they're not seen as credible by, I think, most most organizations. I have seen how they have treated anyone that disagrees with them as somehow uh, an extremist group. And so if that is the basis of what you're citing, uh, I would point out to your, to your listeners that the great irony is at the time where the FBI is citing the Southern Poverty Law Center as one of their bases for targeting uh, a traditional Catholic. Uh, just in the last two weeks, you had a lawyer for the Southern Poverty Law Center who was arrested as part of those demonstrations down outside of Atlanta protesting a new police training center in which they firebombed and destroyed personal property. Uh, he was part of a, a group protesting that was arrested. Uh, that's, that, that, I think, was a, a unique moment of irony um, at that moment. So, yeah, that was one of what they cited was the basis for their memorandum. But on, on this basis, I think the Southern Poverty Law Center has been pretty discredited. Now, do I also understand from the material from your office that this memo or memorandum also suggests that the FBI ought to develop, quote, unquote, sources with okay. access in places of worship? What does that mean? Uh, that essentially means building informants that attend places of worship to be able to tell the federal government and inform the federal government who's going in and out and, and what information they can claim. That's what exactly what that means. Um, uh, and, and I think if I can think of a few things more onerous than somebody who's worshiping, thinking that, uh, somebody next to them could be an, un, an informant for the federal government. And obviously, all the power that comes with that. That is an enormous amount of power the federal government can wield against private citizens. And so I think that goes back to the sense of the federal government should not be in a position to intimidate people who want to simply worship God in whatever language, whether it's a Latin mass or, or, or whether it's in Hebrew or pick your language, whatever language people want to be able to worship God, they should not be worried about looking over their shoulder, thinking that, that right next to them could be a federal agent passing on to the federal government who is coming in and, and worshiping in the doors of that worship center. Uh, I just don't think that's inappropriate. I think that's the opposite of what I think freedom looks like in a pluralistic uh, society and culture. And um, people of faith are essentially should not, should not be living in fear when they go to church or worship.
Well, what it does look like is uh, shades of China and how it's operated against its churches for many years, planting spies in congregations and so forth. And of course, it's gotten much worse, exponentially worse in recent years. But have you had any reaction as of yet from the federal government uh, on your letter, or is it too soon to tell us? It is been radio silent to my specific letter. They have since disavowed it and said it was a draft and it was not actually a final product. And they have since disavowed the letter, which I am grateful for, but I've not had any official communication from the federal government. I have heard from uh, former FBI agents that were appalled to see the memorandum that have reached out and they were very uh, uh, congratulatory and appreciative of the fact that we were standing up. They were uh, very upset what they what they saw was uh, kind of a misguided uh, focus. And, you know, the FBI, listen, I want to be clear. Uh, I have interacted with your line FBI agents. They're, they're hardworking. They're patriotic. They're our principal agency that's tasked with, with uh, combating uh, the spying, domestic spying in the United States by the Chinese Communist Party. But it's clear that the leadership um, needs to be perhaps reevaluating some of their priorities because this is not the highest and best use of our resources, I can tell you that. Um, and I'd much rather have them be focusing on the CCP and domestic spying and what's happening with the corporate espionage and, and uh, so many other areas than, than focusing on whether somebody's celebrating a Latin mass. And I think, well, I know many of us are grateful, both uh, those who are residents of the Commonwealth as citizens of Virginia, but all of us in the listening audience throughout the area, I'm sure, are grateful that you are pushing back on this because this certainly is a spirit or an attitude that could develop. And uh, other churches, other religious groups, uh, other faith groups could well face the same kind of investigation, in quotes, if this sort of thing isn't nipped in the bud and addressed. So what do you recommend to anybody who may hear this sort of thing occurring within their own environments? Well, I mean, listen, I think if anybody thinks that there's some type of warrantless um, spying program, anything that's violating their civil liberties, I think the great thing in this country is you can let people know about it. You can uh, obviously contact my office, uh, just Google Virginia, Office of the Attorney General of Virginia, uh, but listen, that's the beauty of this country. Uh, you should let your congressmen and women know. The, the good news is, is that we have a new leadership in the House of Representatives that's going to be doing a lot of oversight and hearings on perceived uh, overreach by the federal government. I think they should be involved and they should be aware of that. And so I think it goes back to the idea that, you know, in this country, uh, for us to continue to thrive as a country, we have to make sure that people of faith are not essentially told they have no room at the table, that their views uh, are simply not going to be adhered to. In fact, depending on how you approach God, uh, we're going to investigate you. We're going to possibly um, uh, wonder who you talk to and who you worship with. I just don't, I think that's un-American. The only way we can continue to thrive as a country is we have to recognize both religious pluralism and the idea that uh, just because somebody wants to worship God in a different language than what I'm prepared for, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean they're they need to be in their FBI investigation. Again, it's not the highest and best use of our resources. I mean, think about this: we have enough fentanyl crossing our southern border Amen. every year to kill every man, woman, and child in this country twice over. Uh, we have lost 108,000 Americans to overdose deaths in the last 12 months. Um, at the equivalent of a fully loaded 727 crashing every day in this country. 
I certainly think the FBI should be focusing on efforts like that to get control of our southern border and to break up a lot of these drug cartels that should be treated as foreign terrorist organizations that focusing on those celebrating Latin mass. I think federal government has the same resource constraints as most other private or churches, and they can only do so much at so much at the time. They need to be focusing on the things that are killing and hurting so many Americans and domestic spying, corporate espionage, and defense espionage by the CCP. They don't need to be focusing on, on Latin mass adherence. Well said. Thank you for your leadership in this, you and the governor, and our best regards to everybody there. Thank you, Jason, for talking with us about this. Thank you. Blessings to you all. God bless you. Attorney General Jason Mieris, and if you're just catching us kind of partway through, he has provided leadership for a multi-state letter condemning leaked anti-Catholic FBI memo. You can find out more, I'm sure, at their governmental website. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. For over 22 years, Selective Search has been the nation's leading matchmaking firm. We are seeking single, down-to-earth, Republican bachelors with Christian family values. We represent California women of substance who are looking for the one. We invite you to join our complimentary candidate program. Visit SelectiveSearch.com today. Spend your time falling in love, not searching for it, at SelectiveSearch.com.